Welcome into the Art of Wealth Unbroken. I am John Jagay, joined as always by Michael Wallen and Stacey Andrews. Great to be with both of you. Thank you, Jag. Great to be here. Good to be here, Jag. We talk about the Art of Wealth Unbroken. We want to make sure that you have your wealth, you have your money. And when you head into retirement, there are probably a thousand different mistakes that people make heading into retirement. We could be here all day, all week, all month, all year running through them. But today, Mike, we're going to really focus on three of them. Where do we start? Jag, I would say the number one area that we should always be focusing on is really having a plan. And this is, we, we talk about this on every show, but it's so imperative. My 30 years of being in the industry, the number one area where I've seen people fail consistently is because they did not have a plan from the very beginning. And that that is a strategy. If we were looking out there to do a vacation today, and, and we've seen all the surveys and research that comes out, Jag, that they talk about the amount of time that people put in as effort planning a vacation. And that typically is five to 10 times more effort put in to plan a vacation than they actually plan in their retirement strategy. Mike, you're actually preaching to the choir here. I can tell you that (laughs) my wife is a vacation planner. Anytime I am watching a ball game on the TV in the living room, she is on her phone. She is on TripAdvisor. She is on Yelp. She's figuring out restaurants, wherever our next trip is going to be. And so you absolutely hit the nail on the head. That absolutely rings true to me. Well, People look at retirement one-dimensional, but it's actually multi-dimensional. And too often what I see, and this would be the number one area that I feel that people fail, is they quit their job too early. Stacy, I know that you know you see clients every day and they look at their retirement as a destination on their age, but it's really not. It should be a destination on the resources they have. And it kind of brought up a a little analogy. Uh, last week, uh, talking about vacations, I had my children on spring break and we happened to have went to a theme park. And I've got a six-year-old daughter that she has been standing on her tiptoes for years wanting to <laughs> ride these rides. Well, she's finally there, Jag, and she is now able to ride this ride. And I looked at her and I said, just because you're tall enough Does it mean you should ride the ride? And it's the same thing for retirees. Just because they're old enough to retire does not mean they need to enter into retirement. Quitting their job, quitting a a process of creating that earned income and now becoming dependent upon the resources that they have saved That truly needs to have a complete evaluation because it's not, can you make it today? And it's not, can you make it for a number of years in retirement, but can you make it all the way through retirement? And Stacey, you were sharing with me another article that you had read that talked a little bit about a challenge. Uh, So share a little bit about the numbers that people were seeing. Absolutely. So see this often. um, And to your point of, of retirement being a, more of a destination in regards to the amount of assets that you have versus being an age. On average, in the United States, a couple is only going to have $135,000 in their combined retirement accounts. You look at that, that is only enough to provide about $600 per month of additional income 
on top of whatever benefits they might be getting, mostly coming probably from Social Security. Wow. How can anybody in this day and age survive on $600 a month of additional income? Well, I think that goes back to our number two point, which is that's not following a financial plan because a financial plan is going to take consideration of a lifespan. For those individuals that may have 135000 and we, we sit down with clients like this every day and they're telling us, oh, I need to pull ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a year out of my retirement plan to subsidize the other resources that I have. Well, if you're retiring in that way without any type of market change, uh, whether it be positive or negative, you're talking about less than a 10-year distribution out of your retirement plan. That means they're not considering expected lifespan. They're not truly looking at a planned retirement age that will allow them to have the amount of resources to carry them all the way through their retirement years. We've all talked about the surveys for years that the number one fear that retirees have is outliving their money. Jack, that now is a greater fear for retirees than those that are afraid of actually dying. Dying is not as morbid or fearful as one actually living but not having enough resources to live the lifestyle that they dreamed of or became accustomed to. That makes sense, Michael, because if you die, you're gone. Your, your worries are over. But if you're here when you're out of money, that is a world of hurt. And as we've seen advances in medicine and lifespan has gone up in recent decades and people are living into their 80s, 90s, even more in some cases, that is a really scary thing to think about. One out of every eight couples that have reached age 65 is under the current mortality tables is going to reach 100 in age. Wow. So you have got to plan that your retirement dollars are going to last you 30 years or more in your retirement years. You know, where are you going to retire to? Many people want to relocate or they want to change their living standard. They may want to downsize in a home. They may want to uh, move to a sunnier location. Uh, they may want to consolidate. Well, what is that going to look like? They may want to move closer to their children or grandchildren. It is about the difference between qualitative and quantitative planning. Qualitative planning is identifying all the things that bring you joy and happiness and fulfillment a strategy to give you that lifestyle that you've always dreamed of in retirement. The quantitative planning comes in and that's identifying how much dollars do you have to have today with some X amount of return on your money between now and your retirement day so that you successfully land at your destination of retirement. And it can also have enough resources to take you through that. Mike, one of the things that you had said is that one in eight is expected to reach 100 years of age. And a lot of people listening to this may think, well, I'm never going to live to 100. I don't have longevity in my family. But let's just back that off a bit. The average couple where both of them reach age 65, I believe if I recall correctly, there's a 65% chance that at least one of them is going to live till age 90. So it doesn't matter how you slice the pie you are literally looking at 20 to 35 to maybe 40 years of need once you decide to retire where you are going to need income. 
and you start looking at all the additional costs that come with that, not just what do I need today or what do I need tomorrow to meet the lifestyle need, but once you reach those older ages, once you start getting into your later 70s, maybe your early 80s, and then the healthcare costs that are associated with that, because we're not the healthiest eaters here in our country, <laughs> and that leads to a lot of significant health problems. And of the two articles that we're looking at here, one says that the average couple that is going to be needing healthcare or, or assets for healthcare is looking at $535,000 out of pocket. The one from Investopedia says that per person that you could expect to pay $300,000. Those are astronomical. And that starts, yeah, it's, it's maybe not just healthcare costs. That's starting to incorporate long-term care. But like you mentioned at the beginning of the show, it comes down to people spend more time planning their vacation and what they're going to do on a weekend than the amount of time that they spend planning for what their retirement is going to look like and how are they going to afford to live. Okay, so number one of our three, not having a plan. Number two, quitting your job too early. Gentlemen, what's the third retirement mistake we're going to cover today? Jag, the number three item that we want to talk about today is investing with a purpose. Mm -hmm. And when I say a purpose, let me just throw a couple of questions out to y'all. If a number, if you were looking at your investment statement today and you were receiving a 10% average rate of return or a 12%, or let's just say it was a lesser number and let's just say you were getting a 6% rate of return, are those good returns? It depends. Absolutely. <laughs> it depends because... Let's say you were getting a 10% rate of return on your account, but you actually needed a 12%. And so you've checked off the box that, yes, I am doing my investing. I'm putting my money in my 401k, my 403b, my 457, my personal IRAs, wherever you're putting your money aside. And your investment advisor is getting you a good return, you feel. But is that rate of return really commensurate to what you need? to make your plan successful. This is why this number three goes back to number one. You have to have a plan. One of the things, Jag, that Stacy and I always do is we build in a strategy to determine what rate of return is really necessary to make the plan successful. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that I, I love about what we can do here with the LifeArc plan, which is the software data gathering tool, that we utilize with all of our clients, is it gives us that quantitative number that we can look at and say, okay, based off of your income now, how much you're putting away, it will quantify what rate of return that we need in order to help our clients achieve their lifestyle goals. It will quantify the amount of risk that they need to take. They may be low risk and say, I wanna do something conservative, and we've talked about this on other programs prior to this, but what their lifestyle requirements are, they're needing to take significantly more risk based off of the current assets that they've saved in order to reach those goals. So it's going to be a push and a pull and something has to give. And so what LifeArc does is it helps 
put in front of a, an individual exactly what they need to do to achieve that. And it's not numbers that you and I are just pulling out of thin air and making up. It's based off the data that they themselves are putting in. Stacy, I got a great example I'll share with you as we approach the closing points of the show today. Yesterday, I was meeting with a client and we went through the Life Arc plan. And through the Life Arc plan, the client had shared with me that they were averaging about eight and a half percent. That was their average rate of return on their portfolio. Their actual need of a rate of return with current inflation rates was to get five percent. So I shared with the client that they were actually taking more risk than was necessary, exposing their money to more opportunity for loss than was necessary to achieve the objectives that they had for their retirement years. So looking at LifeArt Plan, it was an invaluable tool to help this client understand they did not have to continue uh, in the more aggressive position. We were able to reallocate, reevaluate their position take down the amount of risk, the beta on the account went down by about 22 basis points, and the client's going to be able to achieve it with less risk and more comfort. So when the markets start changing, they're not going to see as much of a downdraft in their account value uh, on their statements. They were happy. LifeArt was able to provide the tool, and now it gives us a number that we can measure against as we go forward. I had the exact same experience yesterday, uh, meeting with a client last night, him and his wife, going through some of the numbers. And the truth is, they have done a really good job of putting the right assets in place to make sure that they are going to be financially secure. What's interesting is it really doesn't matter where a person is at economically with what they have in stores and their assets. They all have the same concerns. These clients have significant assets, and yet their number one question is, do I have enough? And when looking at what they have in their 401k plans and their savings, they are never, never going to need to access that money. And yet that is still the number one question that they keep asking. Really important stuff that we've covered today here, guys. You know, as I've said off the top, there are so many pitfalls and mistakes that are very common heading into retirement. And to bring it full circle to your uh, roller coaster analogy there, Michael, you may be tall enough to ride the ride, but you might not like the drop on that roller coaster if you're not expecting it. So if somebody wants to come talk to the both of you about their financial future, avoiding some of these common mistakes, again, we only hit on three today, but there are so many, you can visit our podcast website at artofwealthunbroken.com. Again, that is artofwealthunbroken.com. That'll be linked in the show notes as well as the phone number to reach you, which is 855-378-1806. Again, 855-378-1806. Stacy, Mike, I think of you next time I'm on a roller coaster. Take care. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Investment advisory services are offered through Optimize Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Optimize only transacts business in states where it is properly licensed or excluded or exempted from registration requirements.